0: This podcast is designed to keep you up-to-date with the changes in the business and to give you the mindset, tools, and resources that you need to succeed. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to share with you about the Clubhouse app. My guest today, Terrell Varnes, also known as Mr. CSA2K, was someone that I heard speaking in one of the Clubhouse rooms. So Clubhouse is right now, it's only on Apple devices. It's in beta. It's invite only. But it is probably the largest networking opportunity in the world. There are so many different rooms about so many different topics. And I got brought in and we were in a room together, speaking to musicians, helping educate them. And I heard this man speak and I just loved everything about his vibe. So I wanted to invite him. He's also a a disc jockey on dash radio. And there's a lot of nuggets that we share inside this episode. So, uh, Terrell Varnes, Mr. CSA two K. First thing I wanted to know, what does the CSA two K stand for? Tell me what
1: CSA two K is. Um, well, CSA two K that's, um, that's like, um, 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 it actually means something Um C stands for citizens, the um like the S CSA stand, stands for citizens, sons and ambassadors. That's more like the way I look at like the kingdom and, and I look at God. Like I'm a very spiritual person, so I like I don't really say like the pagan part of religion don't define my life. The sure, purpose part, the purpose part of relationship based upon the spiritual part of religion, you know that navigates my life. So, and it's more more like when I I look at God and I see more kingdom than I do religion. So, um um, it's just like um when when you look at CSA, CSA means C stands like. When, when you enter in God and you enter in the kingdom, first you start off as a citizen because you have to grow spiritually to understand the importance and the power of a relationship. Then when you embody that, then you become a son. And then as you grow and you follow, before you lead, you must learn how to follow. And then you follow and then you grow into that ambassador. And that ambassador is like the graduation, the graduation point of your life where through your process of staying with it and and continuously growing and properly growing, you've influenced people to to follow God or follow the purpose or identify the purpose in themselves by them seeing the obedience of you to your purpose, and you growing to seek your purpose. So that's 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 what it whole CSA stands for two K is like two thousand. So so it's like CSA. <laughs> 2k so that's you know so i mean uh, you know yeah i love it i love it and uh, have you had a chance to follow
0: myron golden yet on clubhouse I, um, um and i think i have i hope so I, because I he he teaches biblical principles for entrepreneurship and he talks a whole bunch about uh, the biblical principles b- behind money and behind making money and it's not evil and it's been going on for a long time and You know, it's just one of those things where you, if you haven't been in one of his groups yet, he, he does a room every day. He's one of my dear friends and an amazing mentor to me. And, uh, you definitely want to follow him. You and him will connect in a big way and you'll write pages and pages and pages of notes. And the way that this guy is able to pull out scripture to validate everything that he's saying. And he's just the kindest warmest person that you'll ever want to meet. And, Last night with his group, it's like, this guy jumps on Clubhouse and gets 4,000 followers immediately, man. People have just been loving Myron Golden. So it's Dr. Mm-hmm. Myron Golden and uh, him and his daughter, Didi, will usually host these rooms together, but he's fantastic. He's fantastic. So, you know, as, as we're sitting here and we're having this conversation, I know you're involved in a lot of things. A lot of people have heard of Dash Radio, but they don't quite understand
1: what it is. Explain what Dash Radio is. Um dash radio is just like C XM. And and it's like it's it's a satellite radio base, like like it's an XM radio. So so um like you know when you look at um Sirius XM, like you look in certain vehicles and stuff like that, like they they have that, like they have Sirius F XM. Yep. Like, so I have vehicles, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Dash is also in certain v- vehicles as well. So it's okay. it's like it's the same as SiriusXM but it's a different satellite radio platform
0: so it's another place that if you're on SoundExchange and you get played on dash
1: SoundExchange is going to collect your money for dash versus your PRO yes um, um it's like um your your music get tracked like all, right. all the music actually it is is pro- programmed in and it reports and it gets tracked like like you playing on the radio Awesome. Are you a DJ on Dash? Or are you a program director on Dash or both? Um, well, well, I actually, I am a show producer and I'm a show host. I actually have my own show on Dash Radio that comes on every Sunday. So, so it's like I produce my show and then I also host it and I have a co-host as well. So um, it comes on every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern.
0: Awesome. And if how does someone get Dash Radio if they don't have it in their car? Can they get it online?
1: Um, yes, you can actually go to dashradio.com or you can get the app. You can get the okay. dash radio app. So so they actually have an app you can go you can go online or you can actually get the app. Wonderful. And what's what's your show about? Is it hip hop based? Um my my show is actually an urban and hip hop gospel show where where it's like um and I center everything about uh around um artists getting information and just learning about the lifestyle of of influencers and industry, you know, media and music execs and just people that's very influential in in the music culture on both sides of the map. So for all genres, like I I like to bring in important people that do important things and interview them. So not only are you hearing about nuggets or advice, but you can actually get a, a piece of their story, a piece of their life, what actually... Inspire them to do what what they're doing, or what what drove them into getting in that type of field, or just um any artists that we interview as well. So so um, and it is it it is centered around King Kingdom. It's a Kingdom based show, so the content is very purposely driven, but at the same time we're allowed to be who we are. So so it's not religiously patterned. It's just two spiritual individuals with a strong relationship with God, with kingdom character coming together and putting together a solid show where we're comfortably being who we are as people and we're able to relate to everybody. Like, we're able to relate to everybody with that show. Like, we touch different topics, we, we discuss different things, and it's like we have the freedom to discuss them, so there's no muffle. Own us. We're we're who we you know, and that's the freedom that we have with having a kingdom based show on a secular platform.
0: Right, right, and so, Dash yeah. is free, which is great because Sirius isn't, and XM yeah. isn't. So Dash is free. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and it's free. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna, da- <laughs> I'm gonna download, download the app.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna download yeah. the app and just check it out. It goes on every Sunday.
1: Yep. 10 10
0: a.m. Eastern. All right, it's like church time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, with your with your reverend CSA two K. I appreciate that, Rick. Appreciate one, what's that. one of the things that attracted me to you when I was listening to you speak on on Clubhouse was uh, your patience, which now it's it's totally. Now I know why you had patience with some of these artists and where other people were shouting and yelling and things were going, you were like, wait a minute, let me just say something here real quick. And you would always seem to bring the piece back to the room because some of those rooms, depending on which one you're in, I was in one the other day, artists versus labels. And uh, there were some amazing people in that Mm. room. And there were a lot of uh, entertainment attorneys and there were a lot of independent label guys and some major label guys that just trying to educate the artist And it's interesting sometimes that people will jump on a bandwagon without being educated. So they'll just be spitting the same thing everyone else is spitting. So it's like uneducation will provoke more uneducation. And then when all of a sudden the voice of reason can come in and explain some things. And I always felt when I was listening to you speak that here's the voice of reason. You know, All of a sudden he's coming in saying, hey, here, you're entitled. To this opinion but let me explain to you what you might be missing not saying you're wrong or because if, if, if someone has an opinion they're right to their opinion but the facts of their opinion might not be right you know they they're just getting misinformation so it's when people like yourself can come mm-hmm. in and educate without chastising or educate without putting down i was seeing a lot of people we're just putting people down for having an opinion. And I'm like, wait a minute, you have a perfect teaching opportunity right now. You have the ability to educate someone, but instead you're going to put up their defenses right away because you're coming at them hard. You're coming at Mm -hmm. them as the authority, as I'm the, the, the knower of all. And I just, I don't relate well with those people. I feel that any opportunity that we have, especially as believers, to be able to set an example because Mm. it's like there's 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 a difference between i always i always say if we're going to be christ-like then we have to be compassionate we can't come with a heavy fist we can't come with you know you're wrong i'm right and this is the way that it is because it's just not like that you know what i mean Mm. i totally agree I I
1: totally
0: agree. Yeah. And I just, I I love it when more people like you are coming into this place and when I can turn people on to folks like you that just says, hey, here's the opportunities that are available to you. Here's the things that you should have in place. Speaking of radio, here's the things you should have in place to be able to take advantage of this opportunity. I think a lot of artists today are looking for the opportunities before preparing themselves to take advantage of the opportunities I think you and I when we spoke the first time talked about it's not hard to get into the door it's hard to stay once you're inside Mm -hmm. the door and if you don't have certain things in place then we just wasted opening that door for you so it's like what I try to encourage artists to understand is that we're not we're not being mean and we're not saying that your music's not ready we're not saying that you know, we're just saying that the situation you may not be ready for yet. Uh, and yet, mm-hmm. I think is a very powerful word. And it's like I told someone the other day, I said, you know, I said, it's not hard to get a record deal. It's hard to keep a record deal. And people will come to folks like us and say, hey, you got these connections. You know, if I just had you on my team, everything would be great. And We're like, that's just one little piece. You know, that's, I, I wish that everyone that I believed in had success, but unfortunately there's so much more that goes along with that than just the talent. The talent you have to have. It starts, I always say it starts with the music, but then there's these other little pieces that we have to get in place. And too often these folks aren't willing to do the work. What do you say to artists when they come to you? Because you're in a position to give them mass exposure. You're in a position to you know, share their music worldwide. What do you look for when an artist comes to you obviously the music gets your attention then what's the conversation like after that to make sure that they're prepared for
1: your opportunity well um i ask the artists like like what's their goal like um like where where do they see themselves with their music or where do they see themselves in in their career or where do you even see themselves pursuing music because it's it's like i feel that's a that's a very important thing to like have an understanding about because when you're actually walking into this it's like you already understand that this is it is music but then it's also branding so you can't have music without a brand in the industry like you need both and when you have to have both then you have to understand that there has to be some type of budget. Like, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. So with me understanding those key factors, I basically ask artists, like, how how serious are you about this before we even get started? Because if you're not going to see the end of this, then don't even start the beginning of it. Like, because it's like you're wasting your time, your money. So you have to have a great understanding that this is what I want to do and you have to really believe in that, have faith in that and have trust in that. So as you push forward, you know that there will be rainy days. You know that there will be a stopping point. You know that there'll be a pause. You know where you like certain things. So you already have this in mind and it's just up to you to really push forward and keep pushing forward until you get through those things. And then from there, I will ask artists like, what's important to me is how knowledgeable are you about properly preparing your music or how willing are you to go out and get what you don't know in order to make sure your music is right before you even introduce it to the masses mm-hmm. so those things to me are key before we even talk anything else like that has to have a proper understanding about song structure like brand and song structure and if, because if that stuff is not right then it's point pointless doing everything else it's like you can't be a mixtape artist in a mainstream like like you can't be a mixtape artist in an album platform, right? So so it's like <laughs> a lot of artists like to take the mixtape approach to an album, so explain, they out there playing the mixtape approach. Well, when when you think of mixtapes, you think of artists going out just grabbing instrumentals and getting beats to just to just do their musical expression on them. So they're grabbing these beats, they're getting this stuff and, and they're just recording their music and they put it out for exposure. But the album approach is more strategic, like you're doing split sheets, you get your song trusts, you're getting your lyrics copywritten, you're, you're exclusively getting the rights to these beats to use, like, like you're building this relationship with these producers, when you buy a beat, not not getting going on YouTube and just getting instrumentals and just leasing beats for free or leasing beats for twenty five or thirty dollars, right? And now, now, now you're gonna put put it out like it's an album cut. And it's like these things you're doing, you're you're making sure you understand set sample clearance. You're making sure you understand the importance of proper metadata placed there. Like these are things that separates a mixtape from an album got because it the isrc codes making sure that yes. everything
0: is yes. registered so that you can get paid uh, Yes. making sure that Properly. you have sound exchange so that if you do get a chance to be on your radio station they know who to pay it's it's just not there it, it's not up to them to go do the research to figure out who they owe money to it's up to the person who is delivering that because once again if you have you know, if you're able to play 15 songs an hour and one of those songs, that artist doesn't have a website and that the artist, when people hear it and they like it and they go and find out who it was that played on your show and they don't have an Instagram account or they don't have any of these types of things, that was a wasted opportunity in my opinion.
1: And, and that song, it's like, it's like it's like all that stuff, like, all, all those things are like very like very important like all those things are very very important and and i feel like that's what separates an artist from somebody with talent got it
0: i think like, I even like, you, like you, you you have like you have, huh so I, I, I think i even heard you say that comparison the difference between being An artist and being a recording artist, you know, the difference between just someone who makes music and someone who's in the business and going to get paid for their music. There's a big difference in that. I think I really, I I think I heard you even share that with someone that, you know, there is a difference and you need to understand that difference if you want to have a career in this music business.
1: So true. And I feel that a lot of artists, don't really know that and it 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 actually got to the point now where people accept like they accept it improperly so it's almost like it's not even the artist not knowing no more it's like some outlets they just be willing to accept that that they don't really like understand the breakdown and they just take like it's like they give talent a title even when talent don't deserve the title or talent ain't even, you know, established to even embrace the title. They automatically give talent the title. So if somebody come rapping, like, "Okay, now let's let's put put you on, um, let's put put you in the showcase. You're artist. This artist, artist, artist. So you start saying this, but this artist is not even established as an artist. So they're just talent, and they're talent on top of music, but they're not an artist. And, and it's like, I feel like, especially going, going into the new year, like we have to have a firm understanding of what talent is and what an artist is. Like when you say artists, a artists have a team. or artists have people around them that either can identify the brand that they finally understand what their brand is along with their talent. And then they have people working around that brand to to bring that brand to the forefront. So it's like, you have a image consultant, you have a manager, you have different things around you, or you've set out to get the information yourself and you're studying and you're establishing yourself with these things. You're doing all these things for yourself and you're doing it properly. So it's like, that's what make you an artist. I like that. that, that that's what makes you honest, like, like knowing how to properly place yourself in the mainstream market of music and knowing how to even be a successful business, because it's a lot of talent that's not even business. Like half of them don't even have a LLC, for they brand. burning like right. they're spending money. And they're not even tracking this money or they're they're not even properly doing it where it's a tax write-off. So you can like get money back to you. you. You can receive money back where you can take that money and reissue that money out to put towards your career. And it's like, people can see you. Investors can see you. Brands can see you as a business, not just somebody who rap and sing, but you got your stuff together. It can be a small business, but you got your stuff together. And it's like, they can see that. And to me, that's an artist. When you like that, Google tracks you. Your music is properly placed. So if there's any type, type of traction, you have an opportunity to chart. And that's what some, some of these like artists don't think about. I'm like, if you're not in a place to do all of these things in, in the course of your, five to 10 year run and trying to make it. If, if, if you ain't crossing milestones, then you're not an artist. You just talent on a record. Wow. I think that's, what's going to become the title of this podcast.
0: Talent versus artist. What is it, <laughs> you know, it's like that whole explanation right there. I love, I love the way that you just put that. And I think that's, what's kind of become my life purpose With my business is educating artists to set themselves up as a business because what i tell them is that no one's in the startup we're not looking to start businesses we're looking to invest in businesses that are already working even if it's at a small level if we see the business is set up properly we can put gasoline on your fire but it's not up to us to start your fire anymore because all of the resources are out there and available for people to be able to do that so where can people uh, connect with you? If people want to know more about you and, and follow your journey, where can they connect with you? Um, well,
1: they, they can actually um, follow me on. All my social media sites um, are all Mr. MRCSA2K. That's my LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, IG. All my social media sites is Mr. CSA2K. And, and on my com- com- company website, I actually got a company website, coalitionkingdom.com. Um, and um, I just say, um, hit me up on social media or vi- visit my website.
0: You know. All right. And I'll make sure to put those links in the notes here along with the, uh, the download link for people to get Dash Radio so they can follow your show 10 a.m. Eastern time on Sundays. I'll make sure all of that is in the show notes as well. So at the recording of this, it's New Year's Eve. Do you do New Year's resolutions? What's your resolution for 2021? Do you have one or am I putting you on the
1: spot? Uh, um, My resolution would be to constantly keep growing to be an even better purpose. Not just for myself, but for those that's inspired by my obedience. Awesome brother. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your
0: day. I know you've got clients you're working with today. We were able to get this thing scheduled and, uh, I just look forward to continuing to watch your journey. I look forward to continuing to get to know you more as a person. We have a lot of things in common, not just with our want to help artists, but our beliefs as men, uh, as well. And I'm just excited that I don't think that people meet by coincidence. Uh, I call them little God winks. You know, it's like, hey, I'm supposed (laughs) to place these two people together for my purpose. You know, he's got his purpose. We got our purpose. And his purpose uh, is the one that trumps everything. So I appreciate you once again. Have a fantastic remainder of your day. And we will talk soon. All right, you do the same. And Happy New
1: Year. You have a blessing
0: as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and thank you for the question. As you see, there is no one-size-fits-all model with the music business, so I do appreciate that. To help you figure out where you are and where you want to get to, head on over to the website, rickparker.com and take the Are You Ready for a Manager Assessment? While you're there, you can also click on the podcast link and leave a message, and who knows, maybe you'll be featured in an upcoming episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this, I would really love it if you would give it a share, if you would subscribe it onto whatever platform that it is that you're listening to, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.